1: Let's go racing here at Knoxville. Only the best go three of It is It is showtime at Williams Grove Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here at Eldora Speedway, it's showtime. to sit back relax and enjoy because ladies and gentlemen it's showtime set
2: to do battle for 30 laps the green flag is waving
0: hello everybody welcome to wing nation presented by sage food i'm your host aaron everham alongside me via zoom is my friend ashley Stremy as steve is i think it might still be stuck in rainy daytona how you doing ashley
2: i'm doing great um as for steve you know I would take Steve to be the guy that, you know, likes to sing in the rain. But at this point, he's probably screaming, just wanting to get home. And I know he's headed to to the indoor races up here in the north. So I'm sure he's ready to just be back to normal after the 48 hours of Daytona or whatever it's turned into at this point.
0: Yeah, I was down in Florida this weekend for a horse show, of course, Um, other side of Florida, but we got so much rain as well. So glad that they finally got uh, the Daytona 500 complete. And Steve, I think, is on his way home. Uh, How is everything up in Pennsylvania? I know you, is anyone racing? When is the icebreaker happening? It can't be far from now. It is not. I I don't have the days counted down. Um, That's awful. But yes, it is right around the corner. It's
2: almost time, um, which is hard to believe. But Obviously, the season is in almost full fledged go mode um, at this point, but uh, we still have a little bit of snow on the ground. Nothing crazy. Just, you know, the extra piles that have been, you know, plowed up. Um, The weather hasn't been terrible. We're going to get into the 50s this week. Um, So there is good potential for the icebreaker to happen and go off and be a beautiful day.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know about you. I know we got a little bit warmer here in Charlotte, but I'm ready for springtime. But let's get to our hot topics. East Bay, we had the the farewell weekend of the Winter Nationals. It's official. East Bay is going to close at the end of 2024. Um, A little history on East Bay. It was um, started and owned by Jimmy Mingo. It was called the Clay by the Bay. It was a fish farm, and he envisioned and built the racetrack. The first race was February 5th, 1977, Sprint Cars. The winner was Paul Pitzer in the Weikert's Livestock number 29 that you're familiar with. Uh, The podium was Pitzer, Doug Wolfgame, and Kramer Williamson. It was operated year round, but the Winter Nationals was always the huge, big deal. It was even when I was racing, which was like 20 years ago now, the Winter Nationals at East Bay were huge. They have the sprint cars, late models, modified. So 2024, final season, final event will be October 12th, 2024. It's a $50,000 to win Lucas. Oil late model race. Ashley, have you spent some time at East Bay?
2: Honestly, I have never been. Um, we talked about, yeah, we talked about going over there just to, you know, see it and say we saw it. Um, but no, it was never a track we ventured to. Um, Obviously, we just we would go for Volusia, and so that's what we would go for. So we never really made the trip over to East Bay, unfortunately. Um, so it's one that I'll never get to add to my bucket list, um, unless we go down for the the Lucas Oil A Models in October, which is potentially possible. But uh, but no, never made it to East Bay. But I always thought it was unique how, and they even talked about it a little bit on social media, the tides and how crazy it would make the track and whatever else. And it, it blows my mind how that actually worked.
0: Yeah, it was really neat. I've raced there a bit. I ran the uh, Ronald Laney Memorial one year. I was actually there, unfortunately, the year that he passed away. Um, And I got my first 410 win there. It was a strawberry dash, so it'll always hold a special place in my heart. But this weekend was the final King of the Wings 360 Ronald Laney Memorial. Thursday night, Aaron Reitzel won. Friday, Austin McCarl. Saturday, Ryan Timms, who we'll speak with later, he picked up the, I think it was 10,000 to win. Uh, Big night for him. Top five was Timms, Schaefer, Austin McCarl, Danny Sam. Sam's the third and Aaron Reitzel um, looked like it was a kind of a crazy race. A lot of cautions. And Tim started 14th to pick up the win.
2: He did. It'll be interesting to chat with him to see what he has to say. But listen, you know what they say. Sometimes it's just better to be lucky than good.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, on, a, on a sad note, I want to just uh, quickly send our condolences to the Klein family. Uh, longtime owners in the Pennsylvania area, your area, Jim and Sandy Klein. Uh, the number 22 yellow car. He passed away this past week, and I just want to to share our condolences. And I don't know, Ashley, if you knew them well being in Pennsylvania or if you wanted to add anything to that. Uh, Jim and Sandy, great people, obviously. Lovers of sprint car racing. Um, I believe Jim
2: and Sandy actually met at a racetrack, um, and that's how their relationship started. But obviously, huge supporters in this area still support sprint car racers, um, and they do the warrior uh, for the Fort Worth Speedway, thousand dollars to a random uh, finisher in the A Main. Um, it's just awesome, and I know that's going to continue. And I know that they are
0: working on some special things uh, to remember Jim this year. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with his friends and family. Uh, some other news: Sage Fruit has partnered with the Weis Markets for the Williams Grove National Open. It's October fourth and fifth. Weiss Markets National Open presented by Sage Fruit, our big sponsor.
2: Um, so that is a southerner coming out in you, Erin. Um, oh, it is Wise, Wise Market. <laughs> I love it. No, it's our local grocer here, um, Wise Market. Um, just started to dabble in sprint car racing a little bit in the last few years and thankfully to Sage um, bringing it to their attention. So it's really cool to see that they're teaming up and, and doing uh, Williams Grove as well as Port Royal this year.
0: Well, we certainly appreciate all the support we get from sage fruit but all they do for sprint car racing they're huge supporters of you know really across the board a lot of teams and now tracks and and racing events so thank you kudos to them uh so coming up in the show like i mentioned we're going to speak with ryan timms and we're also going to talk to sunshine so uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with ryan
1: tony do you even remember how to drive one of these it's not something you forget you should know that the drive to succeed, the need to win, the desire to be a champion. And we surround ourselves with partners that believe the same. Like Tony Stewart Racing, Sage Fruit strives to be the best in all they do. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide high quality apples and pears all year long. You can compare apples to apples, but nothing compares to a Sage Fruit apple. Winning quality in every bite.
0: Welcome back. This is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get Ryan Tim, so we went to our next guest, Tyler Courtney. Tyler, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. So off to a very strong start this season. Uh, got a win with the World of Outlaws, then went over to East Bay, got a win with the High Limit Racing. Uh, just talk about the the start to the season, how great it's been.
1: Yeah, it's been uh yeah, pretty, I guess, awesome start to the season and uh, I think our, our, our worst finish down here has been a 13th, which, uh, yeah, it was just was uh, just a little bit of an off night. And, uh, but luckily, in, the, in that same day, we were able to rebound with a win. So, um, yeah, it's just been, you know, to come down here with, with speed and, you know, able to, you know, kind of grow our confidence and momentum, you know, early on in the season, I think is, is pretty crucial. A lot of people look at Florida as, uh, you know, kind of just, uh, you know, a couple one-off weeks just because the tracks are so different. But I've always looked at it as a, a good way to – you can come down here and start out the way we have, and uh, just uh, get your season going uh, a lot sooner than uh, some other guys.
2: Obviously, this this builds the momentum starting off so good. But that off season, what is it like for you? what What kind of do you do to prepare for the season to start? Do you just kind of completely pull yourself out of the sprint car world for for those few weeks? It seems like that you're off. Or are you like hard at it the entire time?
1: No, yeah i try to disconnect um from it quite a bit but then obviously like this year i did the the shootout in the chili bowl which is a sprint car racing but it's still racing but um those weeks for me are, are fun i get to see a lot of you know friends and uh you know, a lot of friends that are pretty pretty close to, to being family that i don't get to see all year round so those those two weeks down there in tulsa are you know just kind of you know fun weeks for me and you know get to you know let out a little bit of my competitiveness too that uh that i think all all race car drivers possess but uh um, yeah, just, uh, you know, off season for me is just a time to, you know, try and disconnect and kind of, it's, uh, you know, been, been, uh, been a pretty, yeah. Uneventful off season, did a, a couple of vacations and then, uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it. And then, yeah, we don't, we don't have too much, too, too much time really anymore with, uh, you know, we end and, you know, first week of November and then, um, you know, start the first week of February. So, um, those, the, you know, a couple of months, they kind of fly by and then, uh, but luckily, you know, our season, the way it's laid out, we, uh, we race this weekend and, um, Georgia Thursday and Saturday. And, um, then we're, we're off pretty much the whole, whole month of March. We might try and throw maybe one race in there somewhere, but, uh, you know, other than that, we, you know, go home and regroup. And once we start in April with, uh, you know, high limit down and, uh, I think it's, um, West Memphis and, uh, Texarkana, I think, um, you know, we, we kind of hit it hard for all the way to November at that point. So. Um, yeah, it's just a time to, to relax and regroup and reset and, you know, just get yourself ready for a, a busy summer.
0: Tyler, I, I feel like I ask you this question every time we have you on the show, but I've known the Claussen family for 20 or so years. You've had such a, a, a great relationship with them as well, and you have the Marshalls and your sponsorship with NOS. Talk about, I know you have in the past, but talk about again, like how important that is and how much confidence you have knowing these people around you believe in you and truly support you and what that feels like going into a new season.
1: Yeah, it's just, um, you know, I think this is going on my seventh or eighth year here at Claussen Marshall, which. I feel like in, you know, motorsports in general, you know, staying with one team for that long is, you know, kind of unheard of. And, uh, but yeah, I think just the support that, you know, I have from everyone from the marshals and the Cossons and um, that not sending a drink with Lauren Albano and the, their, their whole family there at NOS. And um, I think it, uh, it definitely makes, you know, my life, um, you know, a lot easier knowing that, you know, I, it's, I've got that support cast behind me so then I've got a great group of guys with me too on the road and, um, you know we're kind of you know one big family and I think this year we've even you know kind of embraced that even more to you know becoming a family and you know just really sticking together and you know putting our heads down to you know tackle kind of a new new uh new challenge for us obviously you know we've been racing the all-stars the last few years and you know, the grind in itself, but this year we got a little bit more travel and, you know, a a lot, a lot of new racetracks for us. And, um, we know it's going to be, you know, kind of a a difficult task, but it's one that we're definitely up for.
2: Tyler, you talk about traveling and and with the guys and whatnot, and you guys are in close quarters at all times traveling up and down the road. What is it like? Obviously you guys become a family, like brothers, but, just like brothers, there's times where things might get a little heated. How do you keep morale high? how How do you deal with those times where tension might be a little tight because you are in close quarters with the same people every single day, running up and down the road?
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely gets tough. I think we're going on our third week here in this. Uh, uh, you know, a friend of mine down here lets us stay um, on his property. We got a little apartment above uh, one of his garages, and so but yeah, it gets it gets a little tough, but you know, we try to try to find things to do you know that everybody wants to do and, and go do those or if, you know somebody you know wants i i think it's easy we're, we're pretty easy going if somebody doesn't want to go do something they just want to hang out by themselves we try to do that and um you know it's uh yeah i think you know especially the beginning of the season is not too bad we're, we're all still pretty excited about racing and and you know wanting to be around each other then you know there's there's point in the seasons where um yeah you don't you don't, you want to disconnect from, from your team a little bit, but that's just, that's normal. That's, that's family, that's life. And um, those are just challenges you cross when you get there. And, um, but yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit different for everybody, but we, we try to, you know, do as much as we can to, to make everybody happy. And, you know, when we're home, like when we get to go home, you know, in between, in between races, it's nice. Cause you know, everybody kind of goes their, their separate ways once they leave the shop and things like that. And then when you're on the road, you're, you're kind of stuck but uh, you know luckily there's there's always something for for people to do you know on the road but yeah it's just uh just like life i mean racing is 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 what we do but um you know it we have fights we have great times we have bad times and you know everything comes in between
0: tyler you mentioned the new adventure new tracks you're going to uh you had obviously a ton of success with the all-star circuit of championship this year you're going high limit racing full time. Uh, talk about the decision to do that and maybe what you're looking forward to with this new adventure, new competitors.
1: Yeah, I think uh, our decision um, was just based on a kind of what fit, you know, our team, you know, I think this year we're, we're definitely going to make a, a, you know, jump to go one way or the other. Um, you know, if, if, High Limit wasn't here. Maybe we go outlaw racing or we just do like a true outlaw schedule, kinda of what Macri and Marks do. Um and then, you know, High Limit became they bought the All Stars and um, you know, kinda of put out what they were doing. And um, yeah, we just kinda believed in, in in their whole their whole program that they have. And um obviously the I think I think any series you run this year, you you're gonna race for a lot of money. So I don't think, you know, both both sides of that are are, are great for for teams to, to, be able to go do that. And, uh, but yeah, I think we just, we just kind of thought that our fit, that the high limit fit, you know, kind of what, where our team's at and, um, kind of what we believe in, you know, the, yeah, at this moment. And, uh, that's kind of the direction we went.
2: Uh, speaking of all that, obviously with the all-stars last year, um, July, uh to to bring up probably a low in your career you ended up with a broken back how are things there are you I mean obviously you're back in a sprint car you're doing well but can you tell that it's there that you still have issues with um how's your back
1: basically yeah I mean sometimes I I get a little sore like more physical racetracks um you know afterwards or the the, you know next morning I'm a little sore but um i think the first time that happened i called my doctor and he's like yeah it's it's gonna be there that your your whole life whether you're racing or or you know doing any any other thing that's gonna you know put a little strain you know where where my injury was so um so but he 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 wasn't concerned about it at all and you know i'm obviously i can uh i'm a competitor and uh and uh you know i can i can deal with a little little pain to to be able to do what i love and but no other than that i'm i'm uh I don't think I was ever a hundred percent to start with. So I'm not, not going to say I'm a hundred percent now, uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm good to go. I feel, you know, very confident in and, and myself and, and, and everything that, that came from that injury. And um, I think uh, honestly my injury is probably one of the better things that's ever happened to me in, and in, in my career. I think it kind of showed me that uh, this can all get taken away from me in a, about a blink of an eye. So Um, You know, be able to come back and um, still get to drive uh, sprint cars and race cars, um, you know, at the ability that I am and um, just enjoy every minute of it. Don't take it for granted and um, take advantage of the position you're in now to to be able to make the most of uh, the time you have driving a race car.
0: Well, we're glad to hear that you're all healed up. Tyler, before we let you go, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, I thought I saw a picture of you at the Daytona 500 uh, with the, the Clausen-Marshall gang. How was that, and did you ever have any aspirations to go pavement racing?
1: Oh, yeah. I I think, I, well, one, it was, the Daytona 500 is a, an awesome experience. I, I think it's my third or fourth time getting to go this year, and um, luckily uh, buddy Kyle got me some, some passes to take my guys. My guys have never been to the Daytona 500, so got to take them for, for their first experience and, you know, kind of take them down pit road and show them all that, all the, the craziness that goes on before the race. And, um, yeah, then, you know, we kind of just enjoyed, enjoyed the race, um, with, uh, Caitlin and her motor home and, uh, and, you know, then, but yeah, it was awesome. And yeah, I had, I think every race car driver's had aspirations to, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily say pavement racing, go probably NASCAR racing or IndyCar car or anything like that. But, um, I was talking about this with my guys at dinner last night. Yeah, I think something I definitely wanted to do, but uh, just the way my career went to to get to where I am now, I had to you know put in a lot of time and effort and um, to to get to this point. And those those years I spent doing that were years that uh, you know I kind of missed out, you know, going you know NASCAR racing or anything like that. And you know, if I was to go you know put sole focus into trying to be in NASCAR right now, I'd, I'd have to miss out a lot of time with sprint cars and you know, making the living that I'm making now, um, I'd miss out on all of money too. So, um, it's just, uh, tough, uh, it's not that I really guess giving up on that dream, but, uh, I'm just very, very happy doing what I'm doing, racing sprint cars. And I love doing it and I get to do it at a high level and, you know, make a living doing it's a bonus. So, um, you know, if it ever happens someday that I get to make a NASCAR start, I would you know probably jump on it. I was supposed to during, during 2020, then I think we all know what happened in 2020. So I didn't get to do that, and um, yeah, I don't uh, regret anything I've done to get to this point. And you know, if I get to race NASCAR someday, cool. If not, cool as well.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much, Tyler, for your for your time, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in Golden Isle next weekend and on throughout the season.
1: Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. and Thanks for having me on.
0: Awesome! More Wing Nation in just a moment.
1: Tony. Do you even remember how to drive one of these? It's not something you forget. You should know that. The drive to succeed, the need to win, the desire to be a champion. And we surround ourselves with partners that believe the same. Like Tony Stewart Racing, Sage Fruit strives to be the best in all they do. They work hard on the farm, in the packing facilities, and with their retail partners to provide high quality apples and pears all year long. You can compare apples to apples but nothing compares to a sage fruit apple. Winning quality in every bite.
0: Welcome back. This is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame birthday calendar. We are going to talk about Rick Ferkel, who unfortunately passed away on January 1st. He would have been 85 today. His nickname was the Ohio Traveler or the Zero Hero. In the mid-70s, he would read speed sport news and travel the country finding races. And he was winning about he was winning about 30 races a year his big wins were 1973 ascot pacific coast championship the 1974 western world championship at manzanita speedway in 1978 the world of outlaws were formed and he was there in his first year he was second in points to kinzer he had 21 world of outlaw wins and not only a successful racer but a mentor he was a mentor to jack hewitt jane opperman jason myers christopher bell doug coletta to name a few he was a 1995 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. The Sprint Car Hall of Fame also has a big raffle going on right now. Ashley, you want to tell us a little about it? Absolutely. It is a triple X
2: chassis with a 410 All Parker Racing engine. Or if you don't want the sprint car, you can take the cash option at fifty thousand dollars. It is ten for twenty-five. Dollars And discounts if you choose to do larger purchases. You can get your tickets at www.springcarhof.com. And the drawing date is December 23rd, 2024. It could be a really great Christmas present for you, your friends, your grandson, your son, who knows, your daughter, whoever. Go buy your tickets wait, wait, wait,
1: at uh, I want to jump in here real quick. I have a question for the two of you. so if you were to win this raffle you're both racers would you take the triple x chassis or the fifty thousand dollar cash option
0: i think i would take the car
1: okay ashley
0: i'm with aaron i would take the car
1: i'm cash guy
0: well, you but know, I think racer. if you sell it off you might get you more can than $50, spell it $50, and $50. make more
1: money. <laughs> okay, well, okay, I don't know. Ashley I don't know.
0: and I are thinking business.
1: <laughs> okay, that's all I got.
0: <laughs> all right. Anyways, all right, let's talk about what's coming up this weekend. High limit racing, Thursday and Saturday Golden Isle Speedway. Saturday 20,000 to win and they're sharing the weekend with the Lucas Oil Late Models. And like we talked about earlier, Ashley Lincoln Speedway
2: $5,000 to win on Saturday and Sunday
0: for the icebreaker at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. That's awesome. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us today. Make sure you follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube page, um, all those fun social media platforms. So thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Tyler Courtney, for joining us here today. Thank you all for tuning in on Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit.